friends. Welcome to Friend Some and Then Some, where we are midlife AF. Oh, yes. And flossom as hell. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. We're trying to make AH trendy, aren't we? AH. Flossom AH. Friendship Welcome, is the topic. Facebook friends. Thank you for supporting us. If you're a close, close friend, you've been probably sick and tired of hearing us about. Oh, oh my God, God. We've been doing this for a year. This is a year in the making. We finally given birth. What are we like? An elephant is a year gestation, right? It's this is a year gestation. <laughs> are you calling me an elephant right now? So, <laughs> so this is a year ready. in the making. Um, our, we're called Friends Some and Then Some because, of course, Mindy... Um, I wanted to with be her threesome. Windows, she wanted it to be a threesome. Mm-hmm. And we often and then are some. a threesome. <laughs> well, and who are we? We better yes. tell people who we are just in case so, all they know welcome. about us is nothing. I'm yeah. Michelle Arego. <laughs> hey, Michelle. I'm J.D. Cargill. I'm Mindy Burbano-Stearns. <laughs> and we've been friends for Almost over 20 two years. decades. Yeah. Um, we met in the local news business, right. KTLA. is our. That's our home growth. That's, That's our, where yeah, we started. It's like a, right. The school, it was our college. Where we guess. sharpened our teeth. After college. Yes. Oh, Together. and we've got so much good stuff. We are going to be talking about stuff throughout this entire podcast. It's going to be so incredible and so deep and fun and light and laughter and friendship and everything that goes along with midlife and That's the right. trials and tribulations. The and, messiness oh, of midlife. The messiness of menopause and, and other yeah, things. Yeah, so our goal really with the show is to um, is to be all about friendship and how we've become each other's therapist with something that we like to call best friend to troll. <laughs> Take one daily. <laughs> Take two with call me. me in the morning. What do we like? Best friend to troll. Best, best friend, friend to troll. troll. So, no uh, side effects. There's no side effects. Yeah. The side effects Actually, are incredible. happiness. Yes, they're good Laugh side happiness, effects. Joy, Peeing a little bit in your yeah, my shoulders view. to cry on. Belly yeah. laughs. Lots of unexpected urination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in a stronger abs. <laughs> and inspiration. A lot of tears uh, have gone on between us and our right. arc of life. Proof mascara yeah. for those. Well, we, we, happy we, tears yeah. and pretty some pretty sad tears. We are but. lifetime friends. As, like I like to say all the time, friendship comes in three different forms for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And so these ladies Aww. are my lifetime you're friends. You're all three to me. I know they are, right? Every season. You're my four seasons. Sometimes. I love luxury. Oh, yes. Five <laughs> Star. <laughs> right. And actually, talking Are you about thousand friendship. Count sheet, thousand count sheet, girl. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I do too, but I've never counted them. But it seems like a lot of step threads. Round it out. Yeah, exactly. Round it out. <laughs> hey, I came from two counts, so let's get to it. So, but today, you know, obviously we're going to have all these wonderful subjects that we're going to talk about. Um, but the, our, our initial launch just happened to coincide today mm-hmm. on a very somber day. In, in some ways, it's a celebratory day because we are celebrating mm-hmm. the Celebration life of, of life. Kobe Bryant and, mm-hmm. and, and all of those who, um, tragically passed in this last month in this, um, and and so today was the was the actual memorial at Staples Center. So in the sense of it, this is kind of our soft opening because mm-hmm. we're ready to just go forth with so much love and joy. But we really wanted to take a moment to access and acknowledge today. Right. And because in watching the memorial today, as you may have seen, Kobe had a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, my gosh. And and he had a lot of fun. And right. and Vanessa and he had a lot of fun. And all the people that there were together that day. There. We're, there was so much fun and light and love in that in that space yeah. that we want to honor that mm-hmm. and celebrate it and kind of pay homage and recognition to it. So right. that's yeah. kind of where we are today. Because it was. Our show will be laced 100% in friendship mm-hmm. and our midlife and mm-hmm. how messy it gets and complicated. Um, but we've all had friends that... I mean, I know that have passed before their time, mm-hmm. and it is very tragic. So whether you're a sports guy or not, or or 
or just anyone can relate to this loss, loss and losing an icon but but the father daughter thing you're <sighs> you know um just all the stories that have come out and what have what uh some quotes that i heard today mm -hmm. that resonated with me and they it's not the sad things and it's interesting like i was so fascinated to hear vanessa because she's really been kind of under the quiet and she was always yeah, like yes. such a great support system what to kobe but courage. she never was Ooh. limelight you know right. So no, the grace she showed, we really saw Vanessa today in a way that was so impressive. But everything she talked about were the little things. Mm -hmm. She didn't talk about all the grand gestures. You no. know he had to do. Mm -hmm. oh, he had it so was all his, she loved his poems. Mm -hmm. She loved his handwritten note. And the things she loved about Gigi, you mm -hmm. know, the things she the loved. smile that lit up her whole face. Yeah. She smiled with her whole face. She smiled with her whole face. And she also said when she would hug me, I could feel her love. Mm -hmm. Like, let's just sit with that for a minute. Mm -hmm. Like, don't you love to just feel love? Mm -hmm. You can tell when you're hugging someone who loves you. Right? You really can. Like you totally. Went, and and you don't want to let real. go. Right. And you know? it seems like he really touched a lot of people um, and made them feel special, right. made them feel a certain kind of way. Um, and um, Jordan, Michael Jordan, gosh, he was probably the teariest of them all. That oh. was really amazing to see another icon like that. Just And he said, oh, I'm going to be hearing about this He's going to be a meme. He says, I'm going to be a but, crying meme yeah. forever. Thanks, Kobe. Which, yeah. Let's be honest. That is a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Be what a demonstration a of, of, of a man who can comfortably cry. Who Every person on this planet ought to get a good cry in and as yep. far as I'm concerned yep. you know every so often because it's cleansing and it is um, brave to yeah. do it to show your vulnerability in front of people and aside from his being the most tearful mm -hmm. he got the most laughs aside from Jimmy Kimmel mm -hmm. because he was very forthright in talking about the his relationship and right. how Kobe, Kobe often was a pain in the, the ass he, he said it several <laughs> times that he was just so tenacious and so um uh, curious you know always asking questions and then it got to the point where it was so endearing and he's gonna miss that and yeah. you guys are like that to me you guys um you challenge me mm -hmm. and you can be some pains in the ass yeah too. and you have no problem telling us that's right that, that's a true friend that's a true friend exactly <laughs> if you hold back friend. if you hold back with a true friend they can see right through it and actually they're probably never going to get to that place where they become a true true friend because yeah if they're holding friends, back exactly yeah they'll be there through the good times and the bad hold your hair back when you've got a rough night and tell you don't fuck it up when exactly. you're going on the air yeah exactly <laughs> they can get away with things because that was you his know thing that the love is underneath everything you yeah. They can tell you the truth because they, you know they want to help you. Mm -hmm. And that's what we are to each other. And that's what this, this podcast is going to be about is how do you use friendship? Not use friendship. How do you, you know, let's appreciate friendship. Let's celebrate friendship. Harvest. And so, yeah, this, the Plant fact that the seeds. this happened today was pretty, you know, it's, um, it's just a very important thing to remember for me anyways that during the, t the most difficult times in life, which I cannot personally imagine what uh, – the Bryant family is going through or the families of all the people who lost their lives the a month ago. Um, I can't because I haven't, I've never had children. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, I haven't, I haven't actually known somebody. But you were an educator yes. too. And, and they were like your children. But to see the courage. Oh my gosh. That, that those, oh, especially Vanessa, to get up there mm -hmm. and to speak to a room at the Staples Center filled to the capacity with people and, and that not be her, and and let, her and, thing. Yeah, and remember that, you know, what she's doing is historic, right? Ugh. It's going to 
be watched was, forever. And so she I just mean, really that's why I just, I'm so courage. puffy. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, obviously, I, I told you I'm the, the one that's going to take the least amount of effort in looking cute. We know who PP is. By the way, PP means pretty princess, and that's yeah, what JD and <laughs> and, and Mindy call each other. But, We're big um, on nicknames around here. I know. And if you look at our Facebook, out of our Facebook page, <laughs> friendsome and then some, um, you can see how pretty mm-hmm. JD is as a princess. That's right, everybody. Oh, yeah. Land of the Good Witch. Go check out, go check out our Facebook page. And I you call can these see... girls my witches. <laughs> I'm sorry, I call you a girl, but you see are me, like my see witches. Me in full drag. I'm your emotional. Support witch. You are my emotional right. support witch, truly. At the we should bend. be able to take each other on the plane. What? I'm wearing uh, a little outfit. Ooh, if you guys, the give, broom, me, if you you guys give me a little t-shirt that says emotional support friend, can I lay on your lap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get a free seat. Um, oh, yeah, that's but, another subject. No, but One day we'll later. tell you the story behind the, the reason that we're all dressed up like the witches from The Wizard of Oz on that photo. But um, Yeah, that was, that was such a big moment. And, and witnessing the arc of a life is, is an honor. Mm, and, absolutely. And um, you'll hear uh, some other of our podcasts. We go with our ride or die friends and we get phoners with the people who've been in our lives. And um, ride it's or a die. really special thing. The ride or die is really big. And I think someone who can be really expressive in the true meaning of ride or die is our guest, our phoner. We have a mm-hmm. live phoner right now with our friend, Katino Mobley. Um, welcome, Katino. Hi, Katino. Hello. Thank you for calling in. How are you doing? Hi. Katino, um, this what is a, a day. big day, and, and I know you need no introduction, but Katino um, not only was in the NBA for over a decade, but he he also is from Philly. He's a Philly boy, and he... He knew Kobe intimately, and um, we actually saw each other the day after the news broke because we dropped our kids off at school, and we just sobbed in each other's arms. It, it was a moment, and I'll never forget it, Katino. Um, what, what what was it like being friends with Kobe? Because you also played against him. Well, it was, um, you know, for Kobe, uh, he didn't really have so to speak, close friends uh, growing up. He was uh, he had an agenda. It was uh, to be one of the best ever to touch the the basketball, um, you know. But we all respected and loved each other uh, to the point where I'm very privileged and honored to to even be spoken upon in Phil Jackson's book about our our uh, duo or uh, yeah, you know battle, rings. Uh, or even in his own book uh, Mamba Mentality, and it's you know just saying me in that book, you know. So uh, as far as you know, Kobe, he, he, I think what we all was surprised to see, but yet loved it and obsessed with it because this past four years of just transitioning from being what everybody thought, uh, not as peers, but everybody outside of it in, in certain moments thought that, you know, he was just this, uh, more so introverted, don't have a lot of friends, don't have the personality, wasn't their kind of person, but he was to, to, you know, once he passed and everybody saw that he was a dedicated uh, individual. And when I say dedication, I mean like a father, a brother, uh, a husband, uh, uh, you know, a mentor. He was dedicated. And some of us, uh, what I've learned in living this life is, you know, sometimes we have to compartmentalize uh, ourselves. And, um, you know, what Kobe did was he did that the best. And, and what I mean that is he gave basketball 100%. And then when it's time to give something else 100%, whether it's Gigi, his wife, the other rest of the girls, he gave that. He tried his best. So 
I think for all of us taking that message from Kobe and being close to Kobe uh, as a peer and uh, battling against Kobe for so many years, I respect that so much because there's so many things that, that go on in our lives that we have to sit back and say, wow, you know, when you see somebody doing something great and you know yourself, Michelle, you, you're running around all the time, whether it's doing houses or your kids or this or that, and, uh, you know, uh, supporting the school or volunteering for the school. And then you see other people out there that's doing amazing things as well, not only for our community, but for the world. You kind of want to tip your hat and, and try to strive to be that person. And Kobe, for us growing up, even though I'm four years older, was that guy. He was that guy that pushed the envelope to be a better father, pushed the envelope to be a better person, pushed the envelope to be the best you can be when you're, you know, you're on the football field, the soccer field, the basketball court, what have you. And, um, you know, I think that's what I miss most, him leaving us at 41 years old, that, uh, you know, now it's up to us to push that torch and, 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 and push ourselves even more. I mean, it's easier when you have someone out there that, you know, you can cheat off of by yeah. looking at him and saying, you know what, he can inspire you every day. But now pull it's, you up. it's something we have to look with inside ourselves. So, you know, uh, Katina, I have a question for you. Having known Kobe for so many years and seeing that, you know, we all saw the progress that was famous, those of us that didn't get lucky enough to meet him, the basketball career. But on a personal level, and I've heard you touch on this a little bit, it seemed like he really went through a big evolution that people can learn from on a personal level as a father and a husband. Um, can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, you know, like I said, uh, I'm sorry. Um like I said, um, you know, he, um, can you hear me as an echo? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we, we can, can hear you. you. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, um, for him being a father, him being a, a husband, what we do is when we're playing the game of basketball, we, we literally marry that. Yeah. You know, the people that, the regular people that see us, they don't understand that our marriage is, the reason why people love what we do is because we've married it. That's true. <laughs> you know, I so see that. And, and, and really giving himself to basketball and his wife and his daughters taking a back seat to people who are obsessed and love that man. You know, for now he's saying, you know what, I want to just dedicate myself to literally my family uh is 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 something that we saw and we loved so much, even more as peers. Um, Michelle, you know how I am with my children, you oh know. So gosh. it's a lot of it's a lot of that dedication, it's a lot of that um that uh, that drive that wakes you up every single day, and for Kobe, he you know he wanted to be first in line at the carpool. He wanted to you know write more stories to inspire little kids because of his daughters. He wanted to fight for women equality because he has four girls, you know, and and, and just to be aware and understand that. And I think people mistake you know um, IQs, and he had an emotional IQ, and because you know just because he wasn't a female, he understood that. God uh, blessed him with five females, including his wife, to say, listen, I need you to fight for us because your name is a big name. Mm -hmm. It probably would have been difficult for him to have a son and a son to live in that shadow. But he was able to just lift those girls up and say, you can do it all. And I love that Gigi was so like, look, he doesn't need a son. He's got me. I got you. You don't need a boy. (laughs) One thing you do, Katino, and I I don't know Colby personally like you did, but what I see from you is is something that seems like was his inspiration to to inspire the next generation. And 
one thing I love about you is that you fist pound all the kids. You say, what's up, man? And he he sees children and all, you know, he takes a minute and like, hey, man, what are you doing? You know, and he, when he says good morning to the kids, like, and they're like, wow, this big guy, he's larger than life, just saw me. You yeah. see people and you're in the present moment. And, and I appreciate that. I, I, I heard that today when the GM was talking about how his daughter, Kobe, would run up with such enthusiasm. And he'd lift her in the air and call her a princess and just made them feel yes, so someone else's important. daughter. And right. somebody, he just made anyone he had turned his attention to felt like a, a a star mm-hmm. in his attention and i think he was loyal to to people and humanity as knowing what humanity needed most mm-hmm. and um well he honored his role a lot of celebrities say oh i i don't i don't want to be a role model that's not my thing yeah. and um i think he 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 knew the calling beyond basketball yeah and i think it's just beautiful also the way that you know so few such a very 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 small percentage of the population could actually do physically what he does in basketball so him as a hero to basketball players is obvious but millions of people are billions are fathers and to see him as a role model for fatherhood that's you know for me oh, wow. somewhere that was big yeah like that's because he was a hero as mm-hmm. a father you were there right today how did how was it in the room well, no, I um, I actually had to be. Uh, some of us had to do like a um, station, like mm-hmm. a you know a certain network station. So I had to be at NBC. I was at NBC the whole time um, until afterwards. Then I went down to meet Pierce. But um, oh. uh, uh, you know, I, I I literally just sat there inside the studio, and uh, when it was my time to speak, I spoke, and then I would listen um, in on a Staples Center. And you know, at times I got a little emotional, but. You know, uh, you know, going back to uh, Kobe and I, myself, or Sue Butler, who passed away um, two years ago, who was a close friend of both of ours. We all grew up together. Alvin Williams, Rasheed Wallace, I mean, you name them, that's where KB came from. We came from a, a background where there was no excuses, where you tried super hard. And I think what you saw with Kobe was, you know, him enjoying his daughter and enjoying her friends and enjoying those things. That's the authentic, right, genuine Kobe, just like Michelle, when you see me. Like, I think we get more joy out of those little girls and little boys hugging us. Mm-hmm. And, and my little daughter Sam saying, Daddy, everybody loves you. Her little friends, that makes me feel so good because they don't see me as Katina Moby, the basketball player. They see me as a big human being that's Sam's dad. And I don't mind being called Sam's dad, you know? So, Isn't that cute uh, when you, you get know. that title? <laughs> Aw, Miles' dad, yeah. Sam's dad. Yeah. What did and I'm whose, okay with whose that. speech did you like get most choked up over? Was it Jordan? Boy, he really was teary today. That was a really well, wonderful no, I, way yeah, to see him. Yeah, Mike's was great, but I think for me, uh, you know, I hear Mike all the time because of you know behind closed doors. You know, I've been with him since I was a rookie. Him and Scottie <laughs> Pippen. Wow. And, and not to say that I didn't enjoy that, but uh, you know, Gino to me, uh, just speaking about being a dad, and like I said, I go oh, back to that gosh. again. You know, I just. Ooh, I, I love was, being a dad. Yeah. I just love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when Gino's talking about that, mm. I think people really have to understand that this, you know, like Kobe was a great dad. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, you know, and well, something I really appreciated about this whole event was that they named it a celebration of life because really, right. you know, the loss is undeniable. The trauma is going to be a, a long time to heal from for everybody who knew him and loved him closely. 
and for the world who felt like they knew him. But to celebrate his life, I'm curious, as a close friend of his, what and how would Kobe want us to celebrate his life and his daughter's life moving forward? Well, I think uh, what what people will take out of just today, just uh, and not really understanding the in-depth version of him, is just to work hard. Don't, don't give. There's no excuses. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't do lazy, right? We want to push through it. Yeah, he uh, said you know, he didn't you want to actually make lazy. yourself because you know through the process, you know, oh, they look at us, oh, these multimillionaires. I think what Kobe's trying to say is, it's like I worked really hard to be like this, and yeah. a lot of my life was uncomfortable. Right to the point where I made everything comfortable, even when the uncomfortable moments were there, I was still comfortable inside them. So I think, you know, and that's what I try to teach my children that, you know, life isn't fair. And, and they take some of the greats at 41 and you know, they take little kids and, they, they, you know, the universe and God, they, these, these, these are, are, are questions that may never be answered in the right way. But at the end of the day, you got to make what you have while you're there. Right. And I think Kobe did that. And I think that's what he inspired others to do is just do your best. And when you go and brush your teeth in the morning, understand that you the only person you can fool is yourself. So, you know, let's right. let's let's work hard. Let's get the most out of it because we don't know when, you know, how long we'll we be don't. where we're at. Who was yeah, one yeah. of the first people that you called when you found out like we, we've been talking in our podcasts about the ride or die friends um, the power of and, friendship. and the power of friendship. And, you know, I know this, this, uh, trauma, it resonated with so many people on a, on a, it was like a shaking of a universe, yeah. like a shakedown. Well, they said consciousness the of the earth to this, yeah, the tilt, like it was the tilted. Mm-hmm. But everybody just that. all of a sudden just felt like, so, I mean, I got in touch with a friend I hadn't talked to in 22 years. I felt like I had to call every single friend of mine mm-hmm. and tell them how much I love them and how obsessed I am with them and how I want the best for them. Who was that for you? Well, I mean, uh, you know, again, we're, we're guys too, right? So in growing mm-hmm. up in Philadelphia, you, you know, sometimes you don't really know how to, um, uh, um, be emotional, express it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Express it. You know? So uh, I've learned from, uh, a guy by Jason Wilson out of Philadelphia, actually, and his book was called, uh, his book is called Cry Like a Man. And uh, one of my friends, uh, Corey McGetty, and then Alvin Williams, uh, I called Corey, and Corey couldn't really speak well. And, and you know, I, again, I, it took me a while first, and then Alvin called me to check on me because Corey McGetty and myself are close to Corey, Corey uh, close to Kobe, Corey uh, even closer because nowadays they were living close together in Orange County. So, you know, I, it, it, you know, uh, again, growing up, you have this emotional incarceration of feelings, whereas how do you express it? And then once one of your peers go and such a tragic moment like that, you, you're not really thinking. You're just trying to, like, you know, grab for him or grab for it or Fix just it. trying to organize your feelings, yeah. <laughs> you know, the right way. Yeah, right. it just seems well, unreal. I'm so, I'm so grateful for you uh, saying that, Katino, about about crying like a man and, and, and suggesting that book. We spoke about this earlier about how few channels there are oftentimes for, for men to relieve or release that inner emotion. If you, you know, and crying is, tough. yeah, you gotta be tough. You got, but what does that have? That just keeps it all inside and eventually steam blows out and then tempers and it flare. Explodes and then if, it doesn't count. If we can take that message even in a way that it's okay 
to cry as men, mm-hmm. especially you know when you're feeling it. Even with this, I will have to say, I know quite a few men who were really affected by this, by Kobe's passing, and one of his dear friends, a father to one of my, uh, the father to some daughters, because I live in Orange County, and, and a lot of us were affected. A dear friend of mine, her daughter was friends with all three of the girls who perished. Kobe taught her, and Coach Mauser taught her. So, I mean, they were close to five people in that that tragedy and you know they have, she has a young daughter trying to deal with this grief but my daughters saw a man come into the house the moment after it happened their friend's dad and was just weeping to his mm. knees and they'd never seen that before mm. and i think it 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 it, it hit people so because here's kobe like an icon and an enigma of such great like you'd never think he would die he seemed like he would live forever Invincible. in some ways now he will bigger than he bigger. ever did yeah, his impact but that i think it just ripped the carpet out from some very strong men who felt like he was an icon to look mm-hmm. up to and and to know that those feelings are there and it's okay and it doesn't show weakness but it's strength and 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 it it I think it brought people closer than ever and it's sad a tragedy like that has to sh- highlight that but I think sometimes that's the silver lining of the dark cloud of mm-hmm. these tragedies is it does bring people to show them and get in touch with emotions that they never had yeah. Yeah. reach out to the people they love now you know don't wait yeah. call them I agree. So, did you? Did you? I, 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 you had known Kobe Catino since he was eight, or you were eight? He, he's four years older. No, I was. I was fourteen, fifteen. He was ten, eleven. So, do you remember much of him? Do you remember this kid, this 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 child of incredible perseverance and tenacity? Do you remember Philly that? boys? I mean, is that something you, in Philly you grew up with? That is that is that a, is that environment create that? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, you know. Uh, all of us knew each other in a way where it's like uh, we, the way you guys see Kobe is differently than how I saw him. So when he passed, and let me get back to that question. When he passed, it's just it's more of a mesh. It's, it's more of a connection to this question. When he passed, it was more of a, a part of you because mm. we grew up together doing mm. the same thing and oh. wanting the same goals and trying to be the trying to be the best we can be from our neighborhoods and and, oh. and, our, and making our, our our friends and family proud. So. When you see a David Stern go, you see Rasul Butler two years prior, same week, and you see Kobe Bryant. Not only are you sorry and sad, but it's a part of the piece of your your identity uh, that is the reason why you guys know us is because of each other. So you know it, that's when you it made hit each me. Other great. Uh, like wow, like dude, life is short. Like it's very mm. fragile and. You know, and from Kobe and his daughter to me breaking down to my knees and hmm. and yes. thinking of my daughter. Mm. Yeah, it it's, was another layer because when the news broke, first it was Kobe, and then when the news it just broke, kept that, yeah. that, that, she, that was a very sad day. It that went, that took it to another level for many fathers out there. And um, I'm sorry for your your loss, Katino. I'm sorry right. for all the loss. It is a part and, of you. Uh, what, a, what a poetic way to put it. It, it. It's it's a part of him. Yeah. And you know we you know to touch back onto the cry like a man. I I, I want to read this book because I'm raising two boys, mm-hmm. and um, you know one commonality Katino and I have that we bonded over immediately when our kids were in preschool was we were East Coast. Mm -hmm. That's what we say, East Coast. And for people who 
are from the East Coast, it's kind of a language. It's almost like, you know, when you see a guy who has the same car as you and you're like instantly, but hey, we have this, you know, right. it's an instant thing because you can hear an accent. And, um, and, but that's a, that means you're tough, you know, and, and maybe you're, you have a harder shell, you know, don't look people in the eye, you know, New York, you gotta keep your eyes on the prize. And at one, something happened, I almost got hit by a car the other day. <laughs> <laughs> drop off and i next person i saw was Gatino, and i was like oh man i'm fired up and he's like what happened what happened and he gets he Catino's intense mm-hmm. but if he sees you intense he'll meet you <laughs> that's what i love about him he'll meet you at your crazy and uh he's like what happened what's going on i can tell you're fired up i was like dang it i almost got hit by a car me and the boys these crazy ass parents driving like maniacs and drop off and he's like did you hit Getty's coast <laughs> And uh, and, uh, that's our thing. But you're right. I mean, just survival. You know, we're trying to be tough, but we want to show vulnerability. And I hope that happened for us with, uh, like you said, the silver lining. And Katina, we're so blessed that you graced us with your phone call and and your friendship. And and, um, it means a lot, buddy. Thank you for doing this. um, I know it's not easy. Now you have two new friends Mm -hmm. and a whole new uh, podcast listening core of friends, some and then some. So uh, we want to keep it. in touch and we want to keep loving you and celebrating you and, and honoring the friendships in our circle. And, and thank you friends, some and then some family um, for listening to us. This was our very first Katino. Yes. Uh, you're our, 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 our you virginized us. We, this was our first Damn. Po- live stream. That, that was our good. first podcast, but our very first live stream. So but it I was w- important. It's very mm-hmm. important to, to just honor and talk life. about the healing power of friendship, the too. healing power of friendship. Yeah, yeah. So call a friend, Never. call a loved one, hug your somebody, kids. hug right. your kids, tell them you love them and love live in guys. the now. And, and we're holding hands right now. Katina, we're you holding guys. your hand through the phone. That's right. We love you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank, Thank you. you guys. Friends, Thank some and then some. Thank you.